0: Coming up on the Children's Hour, when we witness someone being bullied, sometimes we just want to tell them to back off bully, but that's not always easy or a safe thing to do. On this edition of the Children's Hour, we learn about bystander intervention with Hollaback educators. The kids crew find out the five D's that give us concrete steps to respond when someone's being bullied and be a super ally for the victims. You can find a lot more information at childrenshour.org. This episode is called Back Off Bully. Stick with us. The Children's Hour is Kids Public Radio, produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Find out more about us and see pictures and links related to this show at childrenshour.org. It's time for The
1: Children's Hour. Kids Public Radio.
2: What are the benefits of dried grapes? I don't
1: know what.
2: They are all about raising awareness.
1: It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice time for the cool. children's hour. It's called the
3: At the age of five By JBL speakers in my living room I like deep kick drums Saxophones and Kool-Aid lead guitars
1: I've never been the quiet kind I was born a stereotype
0: That was Stereotype by the Happy Racers. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. I'm so happy to be with everyone in listener land and all of these kids on Zoom. Hello,
4: everyone.
0: Hi. Hi. And who's with us today? Hi, it's Beth. How could it do? It's Maya Lou. Hi, it's Ili.
4: Hi, it's Daniel.
2: Hi, it's Mae. Hi, it's Isaac.
4: Hello, it's Amadeus.
2: What's upstairs? It's Evan.
0: Hi, it's the olive tree. Hello, it's Elf Key. All right. Well, I'm so glad you're all with us today on the show. We're going to be talking about what to do if you see someone being bullied. Have you ever seen someone being bullied in your whole life? Yeah,
4: absolutely.
0: I don't think there's too many people who haven't witnessed that. It's hard to know what to do in the moment if you see that happening. Do you know what I mean? What do you think, Amadeus? It's awkward, isn't it? Like you see something happening and you're not sure what you should do if you're safe getting involved or especially if it's a stranger.
4: Yeah. Part of the thing is what's so difficult about jumping in in these situations is that there's tension involved. Maybe there's a little bit of danger involved if it's a very specific situation. A lot of things can happen and it can be overwhelming in a lot of ways. I know from personal experience, I've seen it happen and I didn't know whether to jump in or not. But in all of these ways, there's a couple things w- that we can do, which we will hopefully find out about uh, today on the show.
0: Indeed, we will. We have friends from Hollaback. They're an international organization that does training for adults and kids on bystander interventions. We're going to learn about their five Ds. Stick with us. This is the Children's Hour.
3: If you see something that's wrong, raise your hand and say, that's wrong. Point it out and name that thing by its name. Don't stand by and stare. If it's wrong, it's your affair. Don't be quiet. Make a riot. Be a pain. Be a pain. Be a pain. Shout about it and complain. Ignore the crowd and go against the grain. Don't be polite, raise your voice and do us right. Be Be a pain, be a pain, be a pain. When Rosa Parks sat on that bus, she chose to make a fuss. She chose to break the rules and take the blame. Her choice to sit and fight helped to bring on civil rights because one strong woman chose to be a pain be a pain be a pain shout about it and complain if they say you have to move say i'll remain don't be polite raise your voice and do us right be a pain be a pain be a pain harvey milky chose to run for the council board and won even though folks said you can't because you're gay one brave LGBTQ elected leader ran and new. You can change things if you choose to be a pain. Be a pain, be a pain, shout about it and complain. Tell them I won't let you make me feel ashamed. Don't be polite, raise your voice and do what's right. Be a pain, be a pain, be a pain. A tennis star named Billie Jean told the world she had a dream That men and women would be paid the same She refused to hit that ball till there was equal pay for all She was a king because she was a royal pain Be a pain, be a pain, shout about it and complain If they refuse to pay, refuse to play the game Don't be polite, raise your voice and do what's right. Be a pain, be a pain, be a pain. Kids from Parkland led the fight for something they all knew was right. They said it's time for us to finally make a change. If adults can't compromise, we must go march for our lives. They spoke out and led the charge. They all were pains. Be a pain, be a pain. Shout about it and complain When you're faced with laws you know are just insane Don't be polite, raise your voice and do what's right Be a pain, be a pain, be a pain Oh be a pain, be a pain, shout about it Be
0: a pain, be a pain, be a pain. Be a pain is Alistair Mook, the title track off his latest release. This is the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. I'm here with a lot of great people, including Kelly Erickson, who's the director of training at Hollaback, and Dax Valdez, who is a senior trainer at Hollaback. Welcome to the
4: Children's Hour. Thanks for having us. Well, I think a great first question uh, that we
5: all want to know
4: is, what is
5: Hollaback? It's a great question, Amadeus. So Hollaback is a, we describe ourselves as a global, worldwide, people-powered movement. And our mission is to end harassment in all its forms. So I will ask this question of you. Do you all know what harassment means or what it is to be harassed?
2: Harass means like... I guess like judging someone or bawling.
5: Those are great answers, Maya. Thank you. Anybody else? I'm just wondering because it can look and it can feel different for everybody.
4: When I think of harassment, I think of antagonizing. So to antagonize someone, that's harassment. Like just to either emotionally or physically just hurt them.
5: Yeah, those are those are great answers. So... Also, thinking about the things that are not welcome, or they don't—you uh, don't want those kinds of comments or those kinds of actions directed towards you. So, what we want to do is we want to put an end to that, and so we do that by doing trainings with our methodology of the five Ds, which we're going to share shortly, and also by sharing stories of harassment, because the more that people are able to use their voices and share out their experiences, then more people are aware of what's going on and more people are able to step in and help take care of each other. So that is what we do. So we we share these tools for people to support and take care of each other and so that we don't have a world where hate and harassment exist.
0: I think when people experience harassment on themselves, when you're the victim of harassment or somebody's bugging you or bullying you, the person who's having that happen to them can feel very ashamed for some reason. It's a funny feeling, like like you've done something wrong or called that upon yourself. And I think part of that is that I feel like we're taught that it's always the victim's responsibility to avoid the bully or not provoke a bully. And that always seems wrong. And what I like about what I learned about your organization was that you put the power on all of us around so that we can't just walk away and pretend we didn't see something. Is that about right?
5: There is a motto on the New York City subway system. If you see something, say something. So if something is feeling different or out of place, or you see somebody who looks upset because a classmate or somebody in the schoolyard said or did something to them, we don't want to ignore it. We want to make sure that person feels supported and taken care of. So Katie, may I take everybody through an exercise?
0: That would be great. Are you all willing?
5: Sure. That sounds great. So my friends, I want you to stand with your feet on the ground if you are able, or if you're sitting down. If you can reach the floor, just make sure that your feet are on the floor if your body's in the chair. Otherwise, if you are standing straight up, I want you to just raise your arms over your head and see if you can stretch out to your tallest point through the tips of your fingers, the top of your head, all the way through the ground. Just feel like a strong tree and let that go. Now open your arms to the side. And if you can, listeners at home also, put a big smile on your face. And think about how that feels. Great. Now give yourself a big hug. And think about how that feels. Good. Now release that and just shake it out. You can just wiggle. If you can, you can make some sound. Uh, 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 good. Now I want you to cross your arms over your body and think about how that feels. What is? What kind of emotions are coming up for you? And now... On a count of five. I'm going to count down five, four, three, two, one. I want you to try to make yourself as small as you can. Five, four. So that means contracting everything, making everything small, holding yourself. Two, if you you may need to sit down or get onto the floor. And on the count of five, four, three, two, one, we're gonna grow back to our first position, just standing. Five, four, three, two, one. I want you to release everything. Just shake it out. Good. Now, what does that feel like? What does, what does this first part that we did, feeling like a tree and opening our arms out to the side, giving a hug to ourselves, that smile on your face, what does that feel like?
4: Well, I would say, first off, it feels like a great stretch, which is something that was very well needed for me. But uh, on the other hand, it's nice to be open and it's nice to be moving around and have that feeling of openness, almost a sense of security in, in a way,
5: right? Amadeus, I really love that. It's that openness. We're giving ourselves permission to be open, to share of ourselves. You're, you know, You're open. And before I jump to the next part, how does the shrinking part of that exercise feel like when your arms are crossed over your body and we started to contract all of the parts of ourselves, what does that feel like? What emotions does that bring up?
2: It makes me feel small. Like everyone that's not in that position is like ahead of me.
5: It doesn't feel as great. Right. Cause we're closing ourselves off and as Maya said, you can feel like people are ahead of you or they're above you. So thinking about when somebody experiences harassment, it tends to shrink us. We tend to, maybe we change who we hang out with. Maybe we change what we wear or what we say or what we do so that we don't experience harassment. And as Katie said, that's putting the the all of that work on the person who's experiencing the harassment. But when we see that happening to somebody, We're able to support them and get them out of that balled up position and as much as they can into that open receiving tree position. And it may not be the same big tree that it was before. Maybe there are some bends or maybe some of the branches are broken, but we can do our best to make sure that that person is supported as best as we can. And so instead of like a lone tree, maybe we are a forest of support for this person. So think about the kind of feeling that you want to have all the time, that big, expansive, open, supportive feeling. That's how we want to move through the world. And not everybody has that yet. So we're keeping an eye out for those broken branches, those people who feel like they're balled up and getting them to be able to expand and breathe and relax.
0: You're listening to the Children's Hour, you're hearing Dax Valdez, he's a senior trainer at Hollaback. Hollaback is an organization that empowers bystanders to act up and say something when they see harassment and bullying. Dax is taking us through an exercise for kids and people of all ages to practice the skills we need to be good bystanders. We're gonna be right back with more.
6: Everybody's he's bitter about Bully Bubba Cause Bubba is the biggest bully in the whole school Bully Bubba belts out big bully banter But Bully Bubba doesn't know that bullies aren't cool Now Bubba makes fun of kids that are smaller That's how he feels better about himself People that are mean have lower self-esteem They think they can take it from everybody else My friend Johnny met a boy like It got so bad he didn't want to go to school He talked to his teachers and he talked to his parents He learned why bullies do the things they do Oh, everybody's bitter about Bully Bubba Because Bubba is the biggest bully in the whole school Bully Bubba belts out big bully banter But Bully Bubba doesn't know that bullies aren't cool So what should you do when you meet someone like Bubba? Should you run or hide? And what should you say? Try to act brave and try to ignore them. When you ignore bully, their power goes away. You need to tell someone, cause telling isn't tattling. Telling's what we do to protect you and me. And never join in and watch a bully bully. An audience is really all a bully ever needs. Whoa, everybody's bitter about Bully Bubba, cause Bubba is the biggest Bubba doesn't know that bullies aren't cool Now here's a little story about the smallest little girl With the largest little heart that you ever did see Now Bubba one day made a mistake and tried to bully her What happened next you won't believe She stared him in the eyes and never even cried Then all of Bubba's friends began to laugh at him Bubba put his head down and walked past everyone And never bothered anybody Biggest bully in the whole school. Bully Bubba belts a big bully banter, but bully Bubba doesn't know that bullies aren't cool.
0: The Children's Hour is an independent production of the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Support for the Children's Hour provided by Electric Playhouse, an immersive entertainment and events center in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Playhouse is open. You can purchase tickets, learn about events, play, and other opportunities, including future locations and music shows at electricplayhouse.com. About 28 million children live in the United States between the ages of five and 11 years old, and nearly 2 million of them have had COVID-19. COVID-19 can make children very sick, lead to long-term health impacts, and some kids even die. The COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective against this deadly disease. Find a location near you at vaccines.gov or text your zip code to 438-829. That's 438-829. Let's end the pandemic.
7: A name I didn't like that hurt my feelings What did I ever do to you? You said my hair was funny You said I was too tall for the fourth grade You. Said My legs are too fat for running You said something about my skin shade No Sometimes you might say some things You don't know how it makes me feel You might think you're just joking But I take what you're saying for real You hurt my feelings Why did you do that? I never did it to you. You said stuff that wasn't true. You called me a name I didn't like that hurt my feelings. What did I ever do to you? Whoa, 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 yeah. Now tell me, what did I ever do to you? told me I wasn't good enough to play first base in a the game then you told me I wasn't very tough if I cried when I felt some pain oh try to be more careful with all things that you do and say feelings are very fragile now you
0: Hurt my feelings is Troubadour. And before that, Bully Bubba was the Uncle Brothers. You're listening to The Children's Hour with us on the show today. Are two of our friends from Hollaback. They are Kelly Erickson, who's the director of training, and Dax Valdez, who's a senior trainer. Here on The Children's Hour today, we're talking about responding back to bullying and where we can learn how to be good bystanders when we see something that just isn't right. Dax Valdez is walking us through an exercise in a, a training here on the Children's Hour with our kids crew. Where we left at Dax, we had just done our feeling really small and learning how we can help people when they're in that position grow back into a big tree. What, what's next on your training?
5: So I'm going to share with you each of our intervention strategies. We call them the five D's. And then I want to know like what this could look like or what this could feel like for you in your own spaces. So the first one is distract, which is creating a distraction to deescalate a situation. The next D is delegate, where we ask somebody else to come and help us. Then we have document, which is writing down what happened or letting somebody else know what we can do to help record the incident. Then we have delay, and delay is checking in on the person who was hurt and then seeing what we can do to help take care of them.
0: You mean like after the bully has gone away?
5: Yes, when it feels safe and comfortable to do so. We wait until... They're gone. And then we can check in on the person and say, hey, Katie, I saw what happened. Are you okay?" And the last one is direct. And this is the one that most people think about when they think about bystander intervention, because this is what we see in TV. This is what we see in the movies. This is what we see in our video games. This is some version of just saying, hey, stop doing that.
0: That can be a very effective thing. Only in very certain circumstances. I think we have to be careful when it comes to people who are harassing other people because you just don't know how aggressive they might be. And no one wants to get hurt, physically hurt. So it seems like these other Ds might be good things to try before you get to the direct involvement step.
5: Yeah. We always... Say that you need to think about you keeping yourself safe first. And then, if direct may not be for everybody, but if it is something that is comfortable for you in the moment, then you should go ahead and do that. But remember that that's only one intervention strategy. There are five altogether, and the other ones don't need you to be confronting the person as directly. Why would you think that people might not feel comfortable? saying something when it's happening or doing something to stop the bullying or the harassment when it's happening.
2: Sometimes you'll be scared. Like, cause if you go up to the bully and cause if the bully like just left and then you go there and you talk to the person through and then, but then the bully sees you like, cause they might look back and they might bully you again. So the bully might bully you if you try to help them or the person might not want your help.
0: And be kind of mean about it and be like, just leave me alone or something like that.
5: Yeah, those are great answers.
0: I think when a person has an experience where they've been bullied, it's like I said in earlier, you feel like there's such a bad feeling when that's happening. And I don't think that most people, when they're experiencing that, really mean it when they say, I don't want you to see if I'm okay I think most of us deep down inside really appreciate it when someone shows that they care. Even if they tell you to go away, it might seem on the surface like they don't really want you to say anything, but just knowing that someone saw what happened and cared
8: is a really powerful thing. There are, you know, there are five Ds and one of them is direct and four of them are all really indirect. Like you have so many tools so many things that you can utilize that aren't direct and there's even some ideas in direct that Dax will talk about too um that are really we say like low-key really easy things to do and a lot of those in the four that we'll talk about are they don't even require you to do anything where you're you're not talking even to the person doing the bullying you're not talking about that behavior so Huh, for me, that already makes it feel so much more comfortable because when I think of a confrontation or I have to go over there and I have to talk to that person who's doing this hurtful thing about the thing they're doing, that feels that feels scary even for me as an adult. Like that's not comfortable. But if I think I can keep you know, walking this way, carrying my thing, whatever I'm already doing, but maybe I do it in a different way or maybe I tell the person next to me a joke and we start laughing. Maybe I move in a certain way that just causes a disruption, that distraction or checking in on someone that is really indirect can have a meaningful difference. And that's just so exciting to me. So I love that we get to walk through this conversation together.
0: You're listening to the Children's Hour. Our guests on the show today are Kelly Erickson and Dax Valdez. They're with Hollaback You can learn a lot more about Hollaback And sign up for some of their trainings At iHollaback.org And we've posted a link To that at our website We'll be right back
9: I'm a little boy with glasses The one they call a geek I'm a girl who never smiles Cause I've got braces on my teeth And I know how it feels To cry myself to sleep I'm that kid on every playground Who's always chosen last I'm a single teenage mother Trying to overcome my past You don't have to be my friend But is that too much to ask? Don't laugh at me Don't call me names Don't get your pleasure from my pain Deep inside we're all the same We all need hope and care and love Don't laugh at me I'm the beggar on the corner You've passed me on the street And I wouldn't be out here begging if I had enough to eat And don't think that I don't notice That our eyes never meet Don't laugh at me Don't call me names Don't get your pleasure from my pain Deep inside we're all the same We all need hope and care and love Don't laugh at me Don't call me names Don't get your pleasure from my pain Deep inside we're all the same We all need hope and care and love Don't laugh at me I'm rich, I'm poor. I'm big, I'm small. I'm deaf, I'm blind. Does it really matter after all? I'm rich, I'm poor. I'm big, I'm small. I'm deaf, I'm blind. Does it really matter after all? Don't I'm call rich, me I'm names. Poor. Don't get your pleasure from my pain. Deep inside, we're all the same. I'm in love, i And care and love. Don't laugh at me. Don't call me names. Don't get your pleasure from my pain. Deep inside, we're all. All need hope and care and love. Don't laugh at me.
0: That's the Mosaic Project. Don't laugh at me. You are listening to the Children's Hour, and we're back with our friends from Hollaback. Kelly Erickson is the director of training and Dax Valdez is the senior trainer. You've walked us through a bit of your training. How how do your trainings conclude?
5: So we have, we ask our folks who attend our trainings, what we think or what do they think their go-to strategy would be based on their personality, based on what they're comfortable with. So we ask them, are you a direct person? Are you using document or delegate or delay? And how can we use that? Sometimes it may need to change. Sometimes we may not use it. But knowing that we have all of these strategies and all of these options available to us to use as needed is really great.
0: What kind of bystander would you be? Would you be a distractor, a delegator, a documenter, one who delays and comforts the person who is bullied after the fact? Or would you directly intervene?
4: Mine would be either to directly intervene because I think that can be a very helpful means of shutting things down if you're comfortable doing so or to try and uh, relay some of that information to an adult. Because ideally, you want to try and stop the thing in the moment to prevent people from having a worse time, or in some cases, to prevent people uh, from getting hurt. So I would say both of them are great options, but all the other ones work just as fine too. So it just depends on who you are and what you're comfortable with.
2: I think I would stand up in front of that person and tell them, don't do that to my friends. One time at school, my friend Lydia told me that teenagers at my school were making fun
0: of her, and I wish I was there to stand up. You would have stood up and said, "Don't make fun of my friend." Yeah, and I would chase them all over the classroom. So Olive is a direct intervener. Anybody else? Yeah, Evan. I feel like standing up would be a good way to make
2: a friend and also. To prove to the bully that what they're doing is not the right thing,
4: I would document because going in and stepping in right away might accidentally um, escalate the problem and like might make things get worse. If you document, write down what you see, then later on you can go and you can get someone who's more well equipped to handle so the situations. Stop it and instead of barging in, you might just make things worse and someone might get hurt.
2: I would probably distract in a situation like that because it would probably make the person just feel better. Like, I'm glad that I don't need to think about this anymore. Mm. Yeah, Beth. I think I would probably either distract
0: or delay just because I'm usually a lot more quiet and would probably have a hard time bursting in. Yeah, I'm a fan of distract myself, I got to say. Tell us a little bit more about what is delay exactly. Delay is waiting until after the situation calms down and going to the person and saying, are you all right? Is that what it is?
5: That's the simplest form of delay. So you wait until it's safe to do so. So maybe once the bully has gone away, and then you can just ask the person who is upset, hey, I saw that. Are you okay? And as Katie said earlier, sometimes not everybody might see that or say that, but if we take a moment and acknowledge that that was not right, it was not their fault, that is a little bit more of helping them get into that big tree position, feeling supported and feeling taken care of because maybe the other time that it happened that they were yelled at or made fun of for something that they couldn't change nobody checked in on them. And maybe nobody's going to check in on them the next time. But at that moment, that is a great way to take care of somebody.
0: You did go into direct, but let's just be really clear about what do you mean exactly by direct intervention, like going up to the bully and saying, cut it out?
5: Yeah. So again, it's if you feel safe and comfortable doing so, not everybody feels as brave in the moment and that's okay. But Using direct is speaking up about that behavior when it's happening and calling it out. So you can tell the person to say, hey, I see what you're doing. Stop that. Or you could say, hey, she looks uncomfortable. Leave her alone. You could also just say, stop, don't do that. And that might be effective enough. Or maybe you just shake your head no, and maybe that might get the person to cut that out, right? So any way to acknowledge the behavior and tell them to stop. And again, that may not be for everybody, but if it feels comfortable and right to you, maybe that's the one that you try. And taking action is always going to be a judgment call. And taking action is always a brave thing to do.
0: Mm. We learned about the five D's, how to be a bystander who actually intervenes in some way and helps prevent and stop harassment and bullying. Our guests today were Dax Valdez. He's a senior trainer at Hollaback and Kelly Erickson, who's the director of training. You can learn a lot more at ihollaback.org or look for this episode at childrenshour.org. You all, thank you so much for being with us on the Children's Hour.
5: Thanks for having us, Katie. Thank you
0: so much. It was great to be with you all.
2: hour kids public radio we'll be right back
0: the children's hour radio show is an independent production of the children's hour incorporated a new mexico nonprofit. the children's hour is supported in part by an award from new mexico arts a division of the new mexico department of cultural affairs and the national endowment for the arts Support for the Children's Hour is provided by the County of Bernalillo, New Mexico, burnco.gov. Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token Ibis, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org.
10: Imagine being someone not you Can you think about what other kids go through? You're on the playground all by yourself Everybody's playing with someone else So you get up your courage and you ask to play But they just laugh and walk away you feel if that were you is there something you could say or something you could do could you talk to that kid who's all alone could you ask him to join make him feel at home how would it feel to be sitting in your class You say something silly and everyone laughs And your face turns red and you want to cry I bet you could imagine this if you try And you think all the kids are staring at you Is there something they could say or something they could do? if you try But sometimes we do what the other kids do Cause we wanna have friends and we wanna be cool But when other kids do something that seems wrong to you Better stand up for what you know is true What if you grew up in a special way where you in a wheelchair every day and you watched all the kids go running by and they never even looked and they never said hi. Can you think of something to say or do to make that kid feel closer to you? Could you stop and smile? Could you call him by his name When you're saying hi? Your parents have been fighting all the time And now they've decided to give up trying So they're breaking up And everyone's sad And the house feels empty And you miss your mom or dad Seems like everyone else as both parents at home and you feel different you feel alone you like it if someone would take your hand try to talk about it show they understand but sometimes we do what the other kids do because we want to have friends and we want to be cool but when other kids do something Wrong to you Better stand up For what you know is true Can you imagine Being someone not you Can you think about What other kids go through
11: When you said I'll never play With you again When you said, I'll never play with you again It made me sad, it made me mad, it made me feel so bad When you said, I'll never play with you again So please stop hurting my
1: feelings
11: That's not a nice thing to do You'd say, stop hurting my feelings If I did the same thing to you When you said you're not invited to my party When you said you're not invited to my party it made me sad it made me mad it made me feel so bad when you said you're not invited to my party so please stop hurting my feelings that's not a nice thing to do you'd say stop hurting my feelings I did the same thing to you When you said you're not my friend anymore When you said you're not my friend anymore It made me sad, it made me mad, it made me feel so bad When you said you're not my friend anymore So please stop hurting my
1: feelings
11: That's not a nice thing to do You'd say stop hurting my feelings If I did the same thing to you If I did the same thing to you
12: Everyone a potential friend, the future won't seem bleak Bully
0: Stand Up to the Bully is the Hip Waiters And before that, Stand Up for You by the Alphabet Rockers Please Stop Hurting My Feelings is off of Hungry for Manners Songs of Kindness, Politeness and Love We started off that set with Leslie Bixler's Can You Imagine? You're listening to the Children's Hour. We're so glad you could join us today for our conversation on bystander intervention and what to do when you see somebody being bullied. And these tools really can make an impact. According to research, more than half of bullying incidents stop when a peer intervenes. All you have to do is remember the five Ds. Distract, delegate, delay, direct, and document. There's a whole training segment for kids and a different one for adults at ihollaback.org. We've got time for one more. This is Suze from a CD called Stand Up, Speak Out. Catch you next time for another edition of the Children's Hour.
2: is an independent production of the children's hour incorporated a new mexico nonprofit corporation
7: our show was written by katie stone with help from all of us in the kids crew
2: find lots of information about us at childrenshour.org
0: many thanks to dax valdez and kelly erickson for coming on the show today we had production help on today's show from christina stella
2: our podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Or at Patreon.com/slash/TheChildren'sHour, or ask your smart speaker to play The Children's Hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio.
1: Our theme
2: music is written by C.K. Barlow. The Children's Hour is distributed by the Children's Hour Incorporated, PRX, and the Pacifica Radio Network.
7: Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids
1: Public Radio.